What is going down, podcast listener? Welcome to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I am Tyler Colombero, and I am the host of this show. In case you didn't know, this show is all about reciprocity, meaning conversation going from one side to the other. No bars, no judgments. It's all love. And we all got to keep a good flow right about now, because things are getting pretty rocky, if you know what I mean. So in the spirit of having genuine conversation with a buddy of yours, I brought mine along, the local skeptic. He's here. He's back in action. He's definitely local. He's definitely skeptical. And I love him. He's a good dude to chat with, I'll tell you. Especially when you're talking about things that maybe you don't know if you trust what you hear. You don't know if you believe what you see. You have to be skeptical at times. So I like that. And I like him. And I like you, listener, so thanks for tuning in. But now it is time to hold on to your hats, because we are rolling in to Symbiosis Town on the Now Train with the local skeptic on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Since we're speaking with a skeptic, what do you think the near future looks like for, I don't know, I guess like California because we live here and like, I guess the the country, like the United States, North America. Like, do you think, are you asking me if I think it's going to go in a positive? I don't know, man. Like, maybe I'm too paranoid, but I feel pressure like in every direction that things are going to change. Like, I'm not saying like i'm psychic and i can tell that something's just coming man i don't want to sound like that crazy person but i don't know just the way things are going it just seems like things are changing really fast and i don't know if i'm like liking the way that things are changing and i'm trying to adapt i'm trying to hybridize in all of it change my ways and adapt to and just accept whatever i have to but some things i just i don't know i think about it too much i'm too hippie you know Mm -hmm. but what do you think like, cause you've told me before that you felt like it was maybe you told me, bro, most of this stuff that we worry about, we probably won't even see come to fruition in our lifetime, but I don't know. Like, you know, I guess right. that's what I'm asking. And I kind of still think that way. And I think, I don't think it's going to be a negative future for sure. Like I'm going to say that right now, but very different. You yeah. Know what I mean, like there's this one song, bro, by this, this band called Hot Mulligan. I forget. Uh, the actual name of the song but they have this line this is the hook and it goes things don't get better they get different you know what I mean because I feel like better itself is a very it's very subjective it's very I mean it depends on the individual it's a loaded term yeah like it can't just be better like to say that like I can't I think I want to say good because I see my future and maybe like the people I associate myself being good yeah. You know what I mean? But everybody's life is different. So, yeah. like, for me to say, like, oh, life's going to get better, man. Life's already good. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to say because a lot of people's lives, you might be going through it right now. You might have been sure. very affected yeah. by what's happened in the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, fortunately for me, I'm blessed, man. Um, I, I, I'm i good. You know what I mean? But there's been a lot of destruction in the last couple of years in a lot of people's lives. 
man, I was going through the ringer right before all this happened. I feel like, you know, I had like some years of like being depressed and like struggling with mental health and shit. And I don't know. I feel like it took me a long time to actually get better, but I wanted to get better for so long. You know, like I felt like something, what's wrong with me? Why am I thinking about certain things that people tell me don't think about that stuff, you know? So it kind of became this impossibility because like I'm obsessed with uh, relationships and, and symbiotic connections in weird ways that I just don't even really know how to talk about really, you know? That's why I do things like this where I just try to get more connected to things that I think are important. But I find myself like thinking about you know, like you said, maybe it's not better or worse, but I think of how rapidly things are changing that, I mean, it could be basically considered worse because I think of like mass incarceration, bro. I think of those kind of things that are you, you, not something you just don't notice, you know, or slowly, yeah, things get a little bit harder, money's a little tighter, but then at what point do like, is everyone homeless and they're all getting locked up for using drugs or for breaking into this place or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of weird. And I'm kind of worried about like the food system. Like I always talk about just because I know like people around the world are doing what they can to keep feeding people around the world. I just worry that like there's only so much agricultural land and possibility of productivity in the world too. Like the industrials, industrial, Complexes of all kinds have their limits, you could say, you know? Right. So I think where we're going, like the Central Valley itself is going to be way different in the next hundred years, right? It's probably not even going to be what it is today, which is agriculture. It's probably going to be a dust bowl, dude. Yeah. They're going to have to do something completely different. I think about that a lot. Maybe this area in general will be like another concrete jungle. Like eventually it's going to be a giant city or something because it can't be anything else because the soils are useless. I just think about water here, though. We know like it. it's so ironic that we're selling so many pads that used to be agricultural land to build new houses on which is nice the houses look nice and it's good to have people have homes and have options to buy homes that are new and stuff but if there's no water foreseeable for all those homes that take more water than the agriculture that was growing in that area for mm -hmm. sure like say on an acre block an acre of house is going to use way more water in a year than the crops on that acre you know um so it's ironic because we're talking about droughts and we talk about water prices going through the roof and water's hard to get we're in a drought ah, we hear it over and over and it's ironic that a lot of people are still building on it when it seems kind of like, I don't know how that's going to look. Is, 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 is it foreseeable by these industries to know, hey, why would we keep putting money into something because in like 20, 30 years, this might not be a place to have any of this anymore? Or does construction and, 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 and whatever building new things just happen and whatever happens happens because we can't tell the future type of vibe? I don't know. Maybe I'm just too fucking high. <laughs> That's probably what's happening. Let me reword the way I'm talking about this shit. I don't know why we think about things in the now, but never think about the future. But have we ever really known what was going to come in the future? Didn't humans always live kind of like just doing what they do? And what comes in the future comes. Well, you kind of have to live in the now because a lot of the things we do, a lot of the practices we do, we don't necessarily know what the result is right. because we're the first actually group of generations doing it. So we won't. That's why everything you see on the news nowadays, there's so many lawsuits going on. We, we used to use products. We used to use 
different practices that literally like poisoned and killed people but we yeah. didn't know at the time but after 30 50 years or maybe 70 years you see the pattern happen and then now you can confidently say okay yeah we got to stop this product and warn the public and also if these people the people that are sick and still alive let's compensate them you know so and that's what i like do at work you know i work in construction and i don't so things that are flame retardant in general are pretty unhealthy for you right for everybody for every individual it's like a neurotoxin right Right. it's very bad to ingest it's very bad to you know be around so back in the day we used to use asbestos for a lot of things for insulating and you know uh, flame retardant things too baby powder yeah but anyways go on so it's banned so what i'm saying is that new products come to the table and they use different practices and while we're here working i asked i asked someone like hey the shit that they're spraying on these beams right here, it's a flame retardant material, right? I'm like, is it safe to be around while they're spraying? Like, the shit's in the air. I mean, if you could smell it, you're inhaling it. And if they're spraying it, it's in the air. The yeah. particles are in the air. So you're ingesting it, right? So I asked him that. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to work in this shit all the time, man. Like, I fucked up whatever, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I didn't ask you what your, you know, <laughs> what your experience was with this stuff, bro. I was just wondering if you knew if it was safe to be around, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like I should watch out. Like, I don't know anything about this product. It's called Monaco. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Like, I'm not a chemist, bro. I haven't broken down the ingredients. Well, just like Teflon, people had no idea the science behind it. Now it's like this big scare all of a sudden. But it's like, yeah, we knew that for a long time. Yeah. The companies that make it as a byproduct and were dumping it then found something to make use of with it. And then... Well, I would just assume that this product that they're spraying is just like really bad for you. Yeah. I I can't imagine it's good for you. It's a flame retardant material. It's super heavy shit. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah, man. Well, I forgot where I was going with that. Well, you, you, you were saying like it's probably bad to be around it, and yet oh, you yeah. just so ignore that. Oh, yeah, so we won't find that. out. We won't find out for another 60 years if it's okay. You know what I mean? But if like the people that, that spray that stuff, they do, people who do that for a living, if they all start having these certain diseases and it's a very like – it's a pattern, you know what I mean? Like the people who are exposed to it are dying of these particular deaths – then yeah i think eventually they will do something or maybe investigate and find out or maybe they already know but then they'll be legally like they'll legally have to stop like you know what i mean like there's just so much cases and they just can't just keep going to court and like paying people to hide it you know what i mean or fuck with research and shit like that because i feel like that's what a lot of things are bro like i a lot of the things that we consume like the manufacturers and even the fda they know it's bad for you they know it's poisonous. They know right. it's toxic. I don't know what it is about this country. Maybe it's because, I mean, it's so capitalistic, but you're, like, allowed to sell all of these different chemicals that are, like, extremely bad for human health, like the different dyes that we use for foods and stuff like that. Yeah. They're banned in other countries. Yeah, they are. Like, illegal to use in yeah. products and sell to Glyphosate, the Glyphosate, I mean, used in an agriculture setting is pretty much outlawed a lot of places. A lot of people around here stand up for it. I get the purpose of an herbicide. But if you know it's really, really bad and it makes the soil basically antibiotic over time and you basically are poisoning the biome of the food supply. And the people. And the soil that needs to be grown on at some point again, we need to put it down. you know. And when other countries are like, yeah, definitely not. Now, some people could argue, yeah, but look at those pussy countries. They gave up their guns. Tyler, what are you talking about? You know, But it's not the same thing. you know. If you, if you know something's harming things on a mass scale that really shouldn't, that we all have to eat, you know. You should probably stop putting that in the supply. Like, I feel like about fluoride. Why do they still put fluoride in the water? Why is it still in the water? Like, what's up with that? I have no idea. I mean, like, because 
I don't want to dig way too deep into these different rabbit holes. No, for sure. The, I'm not trying to go it, there. It's like, I want to say it's because, like, it's kind of evil, right? Like, how can you just dose public? Or is it ignorant because at a certain point we forgot even why. We just keep doing it because it was, like, put in effect. And how do we retract those things that are put into effect? We don't do that a lot in society. We build and we make some new laws, but we don't ever shape them to actually tailor what's actually happening in the modern world. And how do you dose that? Like, how do they confidently just allow this water to to be free and be given to people and not know how much certain people are going to consume? Well, originally, the whole idea of putting fluoride in the water supply to me is just fucking weird anyways, because how the fuck are you going to say, well, people need wider teeth, so we're going to put this, whatever it is, doesn't matter what the fuck it is, if it had no effect, we're going to put this additive into uh, the water supply, which every human and animal needs to drink. Yep. Because they need to have wider teeth. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. I could see why why it's in toothpaste if you use toothpaste. Like, I get that. If you don't use toothpaste, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. But it could also <laughs> be – so having too much fluoride exposed to your teeth can actually be very detrimental. You can get fluorosis. Fluorosis, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't even make sense. Like, why is it in toothpaste? It doesn't. And why didn't we ever redact things like that? And that's what's so interesting. Like It's a drug. It's like you're medicating yourself and there's no – there's no limit given, right? Like, you don't know how much someone's going to drink at home. You don't know how many showers someone's going to take a day and they're just fucking inhaling the steam and yeah. absor- absorbing it through their skin. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, maybe, I mean, if you sat down and drank gallons of your tap water, would you eventually be poisoned by something? Like, just reach a level of toxicity that would put you over? I don't know. Honestly. Like, that's so weird. Like, yeah. it's a drug and it's just given to people. Like, I uh, hope you don't consume too much. Or maybe it's so minimal that it's probably because it's like side effects of it take a long time. And we know anything that's given out basically in the world of uh, pharmaceuticals or not chemical realm, you know, something that you want to consider like a weird lab made thing, everything in that nature that gets distributed somehow to the mass public, whether they buy it or it's given free or whatever. Is it an accident? I don't know. Is it on purpose? I don't know. But either way, why would we not once we realize, oh, no. These things are not good. Maybe we should stop prescribing this medication like Xanax or something where it's like, oh, no, people never get off this. And if they do, it's a wild experience. Like maybe we should stop selling this to the public. Yeah. But we don't. And I'm, I'm correlating that to the fluoride. I'm correlating that to the opioid crisis. Or any I'm, drug that's been on the market for 10 years and killed 500,000 people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's been a lot, many drugs that have been taken off the market just because, I mean, most drugs that are on the market are exp- experimental, dude. Especially, especially for the drugs that are like for autoimmune conditions, which is a very new thing, too. Yeah. Like, that's not something that's always been recognized. It's a very new phenomenon that's been happening in humans. Yeah. Where the immune system actually works against itself. Yeah. And people are inflamed. But I think. What that is, is just we're responding to our stimuluses, right? Like, we're exposed, especially us, like, being in the Central Valley. Like, the air we breathe is very toxic. The water is toxic. The dirt. Because of all the different industries that are around us that are just booming, dude. Booming. But that can be controlled, right? Like, we're not doomed. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, if you change your environment and change the stimulus that you're exposed to, you will literally change the condition of your body and yeah. the biome that's within you, yeah. right? Like if you just live next to a field that's getting bombed by glyphosate all day, every day, you know what I mean? Like, you're going <laughs> to be day. sick. You're going to be so sick. All day, every day with the glyphosate, bro. That crazy farmer that's just like, I bro. see another thing of spurge coming up. Your you better go spray bio. it. You would be so sick. Your biome would yeah. be destroyed, dude. And you need all of this good bacteria in you to survive dude like for every for just normal body functions different chemical reactions happen you need these bugs to be 
eating and pooping and fucking playing with each other and like doing yes. their thing. You need yes. this ecosystem in you. Yes. Yes. This episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast is sponsored by Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance in Reedley and Orange Cove, California, of course. If you're in the local area and you're looking for insurance, that's the guy to go to. I don't know what the fuck you're doing just sitting around going, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, farmers because I see the commercial. Nah, this man right here will provide you with great rates. He takes payments super easily and he offers obviously this great insurance that we all need while we're out there driving or boating or renting or you're worried about what else you worried about you need insurance for something else we got a lot of worries in the world if you didn't notice but let alfredo quell your worries over there at academy west insurance the one-stop shop for all your insuring needs call alfredo up right now at 559-638-3800 and be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast so he can set you up with your insuring needs ASAP. That's Academy West Insurance. My boy Alfredo Vargas over there looking sharp in the suit. Hit him up. What are you still doing? Listening to a fucking podcast or something? That's what my concern always was with hand sanitizer before or after the pandemic. It's kind of weird specifically with the pandemic because it's arguable, but most hand sanitizer soaps and stuff are antibacterial, not antiviral, you know? Right. So doing too much of that is like actually stripping your possibility of being able to adapt to certain pathogens that are bacterial that you come into contact with that maybe will be a little more harsh or get a bacterial infection. So I wonder if we'll see more people ever like in the next year or so, like we've been probably seeing – more people getting like other types of infections and sicknesses oh, definitely. because of us suppressing, you know, no. normalcy. And I'm not trying to say we should just go willy nilly and not give a fuck. But if you didn't notice too, people, a lot of men in the men's restroom do not wash their hands. I do, but I've noticed cause I'll be there washing my hands and people just dip out. Sometimes they're taking a shit bro. And they just dip out, you know, they don't even wash their hands or if they do, they just get a little water and then they dry it on their pants and they walk out all fast, you know? Nasty. Probably because they bombed it in there and they're like, ah, I gotta get they out of here before this guy here. sees me, you know? I don't know. But point is, is I don't know who we're fooling ourselves because a lot of people are not t- cleaning up after themselves in public settings. I know I work in the public six days a week, but I'm not really complaining about it as much as it's interesting that we try to squirt hand sanitizer on and stuff and wipe it all around and think that we're like doing some civil justice to the people, you know? It's weird. I, but I think it's going to come from like using like antibacterial things to clean yourself or clean areas is we're going to see a new like an explosion of bacterial infections because we're going to create this super strong bacteria that's going to grow because that's the thing about life dude things adapt things like bacteria very small bugs they adapt quickly so you're trying to kill them at the same time you're killing them there's a little bit of them learning and trying to be better because at the end of the day all organisms want to live if they are, if they have everything that they need to live, they will live and grow and adapt and tr- keep trying to survive in the yes. environment. Yes. Right? So you're trying to inoculate this this bug and you're killing a lot of it, but at the same time it's reading it and 
figuring out ways to survive and it does dude and that's what we're seeing a it lot does. more of we're seeing these crazy bacterial infections that we can't kill or just like we're seeing with covid down. with the variants i mean it's the same idea kind of like it well that's with every virus it is but it's going to keep mutating but yeah. you're saying a different thing because we're talking about bacteria though i don't mean to take it to covid i'm just saying like it's inevitable that all of these organisms want to thrive and survive right and yeah. continue to live and it know? makes no sense that when they first fed people covid that they made it sound like it was one particular strain, it was one particular virus, and it would be stopped. But as soon as you get exposed to a virus and you shed that virus, it's no longer the same virus. It's a mutated version of it. Yeah, yeah. It mutates in you, then it jumps. Yeah. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, And that's with the flu. And that's why every year there's a new flu strain that they're trying to sell, new yes. flu vaccine. Which is the they're same new- thing with this idea of a new virus. But you can never right? really catch it catch up to it you can't because right. it it adapts so quickly that's its job that's how it survives it mutates right out of its host right you know? so yeah there's gonna be variants i mean there's gonna be like when you get sick it's never the same thing that affected the exact same virus anymore right it's mutated it could have gotten stronger maybe it could have gotten weaker and maybe that's the thing maybe it gets stronger in sick people where the body can't stop it from growing yeah. and it becomes like this strong organism and then jumps and yeah. it's now it's a stronger virus it's like rage dude like have you ever watched uh, sausage party no oh yeah i remember yeah, yeah, you remember yeah, the, yeah, douche? Yeah. The, yeah, the, the douche yeah the douche he's like eating people and getting ripped bro like <laughs> you know what i mean and that's what i feel like that's what a virus is doing like it's consuming yeah. consuming but your body's job is to attack it if you have an environment where it can't even survive then boom like that's great you know what i mean but at the same time like if your body is exposed to it which it is for most people if you're strong if you have a strong immune system it's gonna handle it yeah you know i mean it's gonna take care of it but if you're compromised which a lot of people are, dude. And some people, it's not its not really their fault either. It doesn't even have to do with their lifestyle. Or they, they could, don't even know. They, yeah. It could be a know? mutation that they have, a gene like, mutation. I feel like sick. that sometimes, like, I could have an immune condition because I feel like sometimes, like, I feel like I do, but I don't know. You know, I don't get, I, last time I got my blood tested, I was fine. You know what I mean? But you don't know. Things can change, too. And what I'm what saying, mean? I don't know if that's true, dude. Like, I'm not a scientist, but I'm just saying it's a theory I have that maybe that's why viruses get stronger because we have such a big population of sick people right. where it's able to mutate and become stronger. But if we had a big environment of very healthy people, I feel like that's the way that you would suppress it. Or if it was a really good virus, it would definitely be like, now they're all healthy. I'm going to fuck their shit up because I'm going to get hella stronger when they shed me this time because if I survived a very healthy human, which has a very treacherous treacherous environment for me, the virus, and if I make it through that, I'm going to be a wild motherfucking virus. So isn't it kind of inevitable that a virus is going to use us whether we're healthy or not? Oh, I, but if and, it's healthy, and, it's, your, your body is not allowing it to get stronger and like that's my theory that's my theory i get you but does anyone know the answer to that no i don't know right i don't think so and if they do it's not public like domain like where everyone's talking about that i don't hear that you know i bet there is someone out there because i feel like if it's a theory i have it's not a very like crazy idea like maybe there is a scientist out there that's proven that like a healthy population equals less spread you know what i mean because when the viruses hit them it becomes weaker when it leaves so it's like dying it's like retreat try to get us out out as much as we can like it's seeding but it's like very like weak because the environment it tried growing in was it was horrible for its like right you know for its likelihood you couldn't live there yeah but if you're someone that's sick and your immune system's down and you don't have all of these chemical reactions happening in your body your body's not attacking this virus on a molecular level yeah i mean you don't have detoxification going on there's no you know it's growing 
and it's it's probably mutating shit itself inside of your body. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. probably shutting genes off and on, making people sick. Like bro, because before I got my autoimmune condition, because I have a Strogan syndrome, right? It's an autoimmune condition. Before I got that, when I was I I was I got it when I was like seventeen. Before I got that though, I had this gnarly flu, bro. And granted, at the time I was not healthy. I had a horrible diet. I was a dumb kid. Wasn't even going to public high school. So I was up all night. Getting fucking stoned, bro. Hanging out with friends, drinking all the time. You know what I mean? Just trying to live it up. And I got so sick, dude. I was sick for three weeks, bro. Whoa. It was crazy. I've never been sick that long. At the time, I thought it was kind of normal, though, because I just didn't know. I was like, damn, I'm just sick. You know, I'm sick. Yeah. Don't understand what's going on. But I feel like whatever virus I had in me, whatever flu, whatever it was, was fucking me up. Yeah. Like, like on a very deep level, like, Turning things off and on, fucking growing bad cells, attacking tissues, you know what I mean? Because when I got over yeah. that, it was like... Like war. Months after that is when I was like, man, I feel like I have low testosterone. Like, it started there. Like, it started super, like, I just realized, like, man, I don't have energy. Like, I feel like a bitch. Like, not, like, emotionally, but I was like, I feel like I don't want to do anything. And it's because I don't have any energy. Yeah. My body kind of hurts. So I go to the doctor and get this blood work done, and I'm like, damn, they're telling me I have low testosterone or whatever. Yeah, maybe. And they were like, no, dude, you're like, you're good, like, hormonally, but boom, we found this. And, you know, it was a bunch of shit. And, yeah, I just explained a lot of things that was happening. But as soon as I changed my health, bro, like, like I controlled my diet and did all these things to bring myself back to life, bro. Like, my life completely yeah. changed. I became a completely different person, and I'm glad I did it. Like, I'm glad I just stumbled upon a video on YouTube, dude, that was about food and nutrition and, you know, the effects it has on the body and health. And it was basically, like, it was a chiropractor talking about, like, not how to cure cancer, but how a lot of people have been able to reverse their symptoms, reverse their, their diseases, people that have, like, different cancers or things wrong with them they're able to reverse it with their lifestyle with their nutrition meditating whether it's prayer whether it's that means like just your whole state of mind and also what you give your body to grow with and build with that all matters you know and if you decided that you're doing all these things and you're for sure going to get better there's also the possibility that you wouldn't too like you could, you know could I mean? there like could some be, people could be too far along or something. Right, it, yeah. it doesn't it change anything. Dude, maybe it, puts, it could put your body more in shock because maybe you're eating really unhealthy and now you're now you're going through like ketosis and shit or something. Oh, yeah. You, know you got to be super knows? careful. Like, That's like like people that go vegan and stuff like that. You just be like so that. Like careful, yeah, it's bro. scary. It's you like scary careful. how many people do that. Sometimes you can't just, just like that. You because know? what you eat it matters, dude. When Sometimes people adapt to it well. I'm saying though, there's a variance in how people adapt to everything, even if you are very healthy. You know, there's some people that are very healthy that have gotten COVID and died, bro. There's some people that are very unhealthy that have gotten COVID and died. Right. Yeah. It's the spectrum or the 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 ratio is a little tilted, but either way. Um, no matter what, it's kind of like we're always at war in the biome, the biosphere. Like there's little organisms fighting things that are on our skin and on our in our mouth and in our gut, you know, fighting things, battling back and forth, trying to maintain homeostasis. And honestly, it's kind of like how are we thinking that we're too good in a way? I, feel, I Maybe I'm speaking for myself, but the way I view – the way that we – the way I view, the way that we as a nation view – coronavirus i feel like is this feared i'm terrified but yet i'm not at the same time because i'm still doing everything the same and normal but i'm wearing a mask you know what i mean 
Everyone's still terrified, but I'm more fascinated with it because it's an ongoing war inside of each and every one of our bodies. And say, like you said, you get it and you will shed it. And now when you shed it, someone else may get it, you know, and get this shedded version. And it goes through us like it, it literally went through us. It lived in us and then left us, you know, it's crazy. But how are we thinking that we're too good that, that all of a sudden this virus comes around but all the other ones that we've built our immunity over hundreds of hundreds, if not thousands of years to actually survive all these things. And all of a sudden we just shut everything down based off of one. I'm, I, it's hard. It's hard to argue against it because I know people are dying and this and that, but I don't know what the solution is. What was the solution ever? Just trying to do what you can, maybe come up with a vaccine. But a vaccine is not something that in my in my opinion is something that you have to repeatedly get. I thought a vaccine was like you get it. Your, your immune system understands it and you roll on, you know, but now we're in a different scenario where the vaccine definition and everything's changing, you know, vaccines, in which general, is good though, that practice. things change, right? Because I have to be able to accept that if things change, if we think that we understand something better, should we still look at how we used to do things? Kind of like we were talking, talking about at the top of the show. If we know fluoride's bad to be in the water supply, why don't, why don't we stop putting it in there? You know? Uh, has some type of plan. There's a plan for it. There has to be, right? So, and when it comes to the vaccines too, it's just vaccines in general are very new. Like the way we use it, the way we use inoculants nowadays, and the way we immunotherapy. It's where they experiment. And I'm not just talking about the COVID vaccine itself. I'm just talking about vaccines in general. Like the way we expose our body to certain antigens and certain viruses, like. Otherwise, the way we expose ourselves to other viruses when people used to shed naturally, you know, um, you get it through your nose, your mouth, your eyes, and you consume it. You know what I mean? So the way your body attacks it, the way it's introduced to it, it's a lot different than pricking yourself, breaking skin, and putting it in your bloodstream, right? And I've, I've read this book by this pediatrician, and he's been a pediatrician for like 50 years. He's like this 80-year-old man. And he's talking about his experience in the practice and seeing childhood illnesses change in time. And he's trying to bring in not just vaccines, but the way we use antibiotics, the way we use certain things. Like, which was all, this is all new. People think just because, like, a hundred years in a human lifetime is not a long time. That's like a generation. Yeah. Like, that's not a lot. It is. It's a gen. So, to expose the human population to something for a hundred years, you might not see the real effects of it. For another 300. Wow. 200. Yeah. And But we're slowly, gradually seeing, obviously, there's a change happening in the way that we get sick and how often people get sick and the different diseases that even childhood, child, childs get. I mean, there's so many childhood illnesses nowadays. So yeah. The cases of cancer and things like that. So he, he's just talking about how his theory is that we've changed the way the immune system works. And because of that, we're seeing this backlash and what he sees is... A lot more kids nowadays with autoimmune conditions like dude there's kids that have like juvenile arthritis or you know like i mean from like I'm, i was diagnosed with Sjogren's syndrome at 17 years old dude like it's but it it's getting more and more common even yeah. my wife diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis like at 16 like dude before you didn't hear people start getting those things until they were like in late age but it's becoming more and more common for kids for young adults to become very sick and it's I, and I kind of think it too. Like what we're seeing is the byproduct of all the different practices and lifestyles that we put on people, or that people live. 
Yeah. But I don't think it's the same everywhere, right? Like, I feel like here where we live, the higher population of people, uh, pretty bad environment to live in, a lot of these things are going to be more prevalent than somewhere where, like, say you're in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you got clean air. You don't have many neighbors, not big, giant cities. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure life for them is so different. Their perspective on things, the way they just go about life in general, the way they think about themselves, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it must be different. Yeah. They, they probably don't have all the same paranoia that we have and the anxieties that we have when yeah. it comes to, like, having to deal with going to very congested areas where, like, people just don't give a fuck. They're not clean. And it's gross, bro. Like, I don't understand how someone can go wipe their fucking ass, get shit under their fingernails or something, and then go fucking go on with their day and just touch things and touch their face and touch people. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I don't understand it. Like and peel a banana and just eat that. It's thing. just like common fucking courtesy, bro. Like clean yeah. up after yourself, dude. Like, yeah. you know. But we have to deal with those things because we live somewhere where it's like there's so many people, and you're bound to run into people that are just fucking. I don't know. I don't even know what to call them. Slobs. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, so congested areas like cities, especially places where it's like heavy antibacterial use. Like think about the cities back in the 40s where they used to spray fucking people with DDT, bro. Yeah. They had to in cities because there's so many people and they had such a big fly problem because of that because they just didn't know how to deal with waste yet. Which is crazy because that's no longer like, bro, can you imagine like being in like Fresno walking down downtown and this big ass like water truck looking thing is just like pfft. Spraying this white shit everywhere, just yeah. misting you, bro. And there's a fog, and you put your little kid, and you're like, "Ha ha, this is fun! Wow, mom, wow!" And your mom's like, "Yeah, this is cool. They're getting rid of all the flies, you know." Yeah. And then boom, like there's a huge polio outbreak, and fucking people are going paralyzed and experiencing different types of paralysis. And it's like, what a coincidence that around that same time we can cure polio, but we also ban the fuck out of DDT and its use to the public or human consumption. You know yeah. I mean? Like I honestly believe like that was a big push like a big reason why the united states experienced that back in those times is because we were using and using those practices and literally poisoning people with the neurotoxin man yeah like yeah yeah it's fucking insane to think about the things that we hopefully learn from but we've done man as humans i don't know like too like there's another part of a pandemic that we don't really talk about that much but depression like you know i used to struggle with it a lot more but I know a lot of people that claim to say that or have that, right? We see it online all the time. People practically glorifying that they're depressed now. Like it's like a cool thing. You know, it's weird. I think they but had to that's a that common thing. That's a common thing in our culture, whatever it is, with the youth. Like we were talking about, there's a lot more youth being born with like autoimmune conditions or whatever. But this could be a, a autoimmune condition of the mind, you know, where things happen. And what do you do to stay functional, you know, in a time where it's really weird and – you just figure it out, you know, but I know that coming into this pandemic, I feel like I was struggling and I finally kind of let go of a lot of worries and fears, thought I was overthinking things too much, thought I was a little too OCD about things. So I let a lot of those things go and then boom, everybody's anxieties became the ones I used to have practically, you know, like fears of the government, fears of uh, dying of sicknesses, fears of uh, not knowing if you could be seen in the hospital because of some kind of crazy situation, you know, a lot of fears that I had to let go 
now are like what everyone's fears are. So you you hear about it everywhere. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing for me personally. Kind of makes me feel more at home. But at the same time, it's it's like dang, I finally thought I let go of that thinking, and now everyone thinks like in this really paranoid, anxious warfare. Dude. I know, and I'm trying to battle it, man. And I feel like I've gotten to a point where I see, you know, whatever that means, I see, and I'm trying to take action in the right direction to help myself get through this, you know, and not not think it's cool to be depressed or have anxiety or anything like that. Um, I never did, but I'm saying now it kind of enrages me to where it's like that's out of the question to even almost associate with being depressed. I don't tell people about it really because then it's like it could be interpreted as like, oh, yeah, man, me too. And it's like I don't think we're on the same page, bro. Yeah, because you're not like, trying Maybe to be we are, but I'm pretty you don't sure want you, to be. you know, yeah. You really don't want to be, and that's why you, you don't talk about it. You don't own it because you have moments when it, you're down, but you're at the, when you're down, you're like – I don't want to be down and that's where your anxiety comes in too because then you're stressed now and I'm like why do I feel this way I don't want to feel this way yeah but it's kind of like you're lost at the same time because yeah. it's like it just consumes you but I think depression itself I think it's a byproduct of over dopamine usage dude like the way our brain is interacted with like our devices nowadays or yeah. like like even things like pornography and too many good feelings in a day yeah, that most people didn't have 50 years ago. Like yeah. I feel like that has a lot to do with every moment. Kids. You could literally watch part of a TikTok video and get a kick and then roll on to the next one and death scroll, bro. Just keep scrolling, keep scrolling and, like, and getting a kick out of it. Constantly, maybe getting all depressed all of a sudden. Maybe getting all happy on the next one. Maybe being mind blown on the third one. You know, and then 20 of them down. It's an overload, I think. You know, that's why I have to, I literally can't keep doing it after a while. Like my brain just can't do it, right. which I'm very grateful for because I have a, a turnoff switch. But I know some folks don't, man. And I think that specifically to the younger generation, like that's all they know to do. It becomes that's all they know. It's their life. It's what they like grew up in, bro. They like started growing up. They were like five, four years old and like everyone's had iPhones already. Vine was already around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like me and you, like the iPhone and like the way we use social media, it's pretty new to my generation. Like when I was like six years old is when I found out about like MySpace. Right. And it was only a couple years old then. Right. You know, but we've grown so much since then. Yeah. Like we've been so deep in the web since then and it's changed a lot. But society has changed with it, like it adapted to it. And at the same time, it's become more stimulating because, it, dude, like... Like TikTok, watching like 30 second, five second videos of just like mind blowing things, like real quick, do, 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 like it's new. Like, I, I, I get high off it. It's like right. a new experience, like a new way of stimulating your, your mind, but on a whole nother level. Like, when I was four years old, I didn't have a tablet in my hand watching something that lit up my brain yeah. and made me feel amazing. Like, I was just fucking high. Yeah. Like, the only way you can really explain something like that, being amused by something. You know what I mean? Like you're high from it. Your body is experiencing probably the, almost the same thing that you would experience from like coke or heroin. Like not literally the same effect, but like your brain is interacting with that substance the same way. It's lighting you up, making you feel a particular way yeah. because you're having these levels of these different chemicals running through your brain at that moment. You yeah. Know? It's super new. But kids nowadays, that's what they're doing. Like kids nowadays have tablets in their hands or watching things. They have the access to watch different things so many things in one like five minutes time setting you know what i mean because like even before like like tiktok is new like 30 seconds like before it was like people watched long videos 
or like you know what I mean or yeah. it was just movies like right. that was the, or shows on TV like when that became normal but like, you had to be sitting on the couch to catch because otherwise right, you couldn't rewind yeah. it or play it but again but now yeah. you can like literally manipulate time you know what I mean like you yeah. can go like I want to watch this right now and then boom I'm going to watch something that's completely different but it's like I'm going to watch this now on two screens at the same time I'm going to watch two movies I'm going to watch Hellboy yeah. and I'm going to watch Super Troopers I'm going to just see how I'm it goes gonna, I want to laugh I want to cry and then I'm going to go masturbate dude. yeah like, I want porn on the fucking phone and I want uh, on the little tablet I want just like some funky ass beat playing that's what I want you know but who that, knows that's life now for a lot of teenagers a lot of preteens and kids like it's crazy and we're gonna see the aftermath of that I was just gonna ask years. you like what's the fate of overstimulation and over like overindulging I don't know I don't wanna assume it's gonna be bad cause I feel like the collective consciousness needs to be good to manifest a good future maybe we won't be dumber cause sometimes I feel like we're becoming dumber small minded simpler and more at each other's throats but I think there will become a point where we'll maybe kind of not hit social media in the same way we do over time hopefully right um, or maybe that would be the only way to communicate. Like, remember that episode of Black Mirror? Where we're like, literally swiping at each other? I know. Like They do that in other countries, bro. Uh, that's why credit. I don't want it to come like that, but I feel like it will but become would it like be that bad, here. though? That's, would it, that's would what it, I'm trying to ask, yeah. Would it be bad? That's what I'm saying. Like, things don't necessarily get better. They're definitely going to be different. But what I think, like, I think right now we're seeing a lot of sickness and disease and stuff because the body's still adapting, right? It's still trying to get on top. It's being exposed and bam, bam, bam. It's getting beat. But at the same time, we're just like the bacteria I was talking about earlier, bro. Our species uh-huh. adapts quickly, yes, and it wants to live. We want to live yes. naturally, and that's if why we I'm... want to, though, there's this autoimmune condition of the mind where okay, people get yeah. depressed and they True. don't want to. I've said those things where I didn't want to live. I wanted to think about taking my own life, things like that, and a lot of other people's the same story. But it's interesting because I don't know where I was going with that. My bad. But no, but you're 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 right. You're totally right. But what I'm what I'm I'm talking about just the body on a like a chemical level, like our, our organisms inside of us. Yeah, so what's we, beyond our control and our right. consciousness, be, be, like our like, biological being. Outside of our consciousness, we are an eco. We're a walking ecosystem. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's so much more. And so is the consciousness, is what my theory is. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I think sooner or later we're gonna actually get on top, be able to survive this new climate, and we're gonna live good, dude. Like I don't think humans are gonna die. Like I feel like too many people. Because we're dying right now. Like, there's a lot of things poisoning us, a lot of things fucking us up. At the same time, like... We're adapting. We're resilient in that fucking process. species, bro. Yeah. Like, we're, we change, we adapt, we grow, we fuck. We're like cats, too, bro. Like, yeah. we're only pregnant for nine months, and then we, boom, pop them out, and then, yeah. boom, they grow. And we like, can swim. And, like, we ten can... years... Because think about it, bro. Like, in the 40s, dude, like, eight-year-olds would work in the coal mines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back in the day, like, you could make a little person a fucking man. You know what I mean? So, like, humans in general, not only do we reproduce quickly, but we can become crazy big forces very young and very quickly within eight years, nine years, 15 years. Nowadays, it's a little different because kids are dumbed down, right? Like, we're exposed to all these cartoons and lifestyles and going to school, and they kind of, like, dumb you down. Like, kids – like, and I'm not saying it shouldn't be like that. Like, I love being a kid, having a huge imagination, but at the same time, I wasn't taught – to survive yet which i think is weird like i think it should be like a common practice to teach kids how to survive like what to think about how to think about your environment what do you do if you're in a particular situation you know what i mean like yeah. it's weird that we don't play with the minds of kids that way we allow them to be careless and like free and which like i said i enjoy like i'm not i don't want to scare my kids either but i feel like why why wouldn't you teach a species how to survive how to live 
Yeah. Like, at one point, you had kids working hard labor, probably taking care of themselves, taking care of the home. So, obviously, it's like, it, you're able to do it, but why don't we? Like, why don't they teach kids in school? Like, teach them situations? Well, public education, we all know, is just like indoctrination. It's it's babysitting, you know, it's paid governmental babysitting, but then it becomes like, oh, how else can we, you know, benefit off of this situation, not just have basically our the parents of all these kids pay taxes to pay for their education, but also in that education we can indoctrinate them however see, seen fit and we'll change the curriculum around every five, ten years and we'll just do whatever we want, you know what I mean, with them. Whatever the government deems what these kids should learn. So it's kind of like we've been farmed psychologically for a long time Yeah. to try to break out of that uh I don't want to call it bondage, but like that kind of because you're married to a certain way that you view how you learn things, how if you get a good grade, it's a reward system in your mind. So you want to get credit, though. You don't want to just do good things for no reason, though. You want to do it for credit. Right. You know, so I can get more money or I can get a promotion or I can prove myself and make my ego feel good. But it's not just do the right thing because it's the right thing, you know, and I think that we're all adapting in that way. To where I, it concerns me. Is it for the better or worse? It's just different. I agree. But it also is like, eee, it makes my skin crawl. It makes me feel nervous about the future, you know, and how well I'm adapting to it when I pay attention to it too much. You know, I just need to let it go. But you also have to see those things and adapt to them. And that's what I'm doing. But if I don't see it, I feel like I wouldn't be adapting to it. If I didn't pay attention to certain things, would I be adapting to it? Do I have to just not think right. about adapting? Like, you I don't know. To be aware. You have to be aware of your environment in order to adapt, I feel Psychologically, like. Psychologically, specifically. Like, I and feel like, you, you also know? need – the mind is very important too, man. And that's why when I was talking about health earlier, like I, I feel like it's so detrimental to somebody to give them a time frame, to be like, you're going to die in weeks of a time. Yeah. Right? Like just believing that you're dying, I feel like that starts the process itself, literally. Like you convince someone – and I and that and it's true. Like there's people that are like, what do they call it? Um, someone who diagnoses yourself all the time, makes yourself sick, hypochondriac. Hypochondriac. Right? Those type of people can literally make themselves sick with their beliefs. Yes. Beliefs. You know what I mean? Like you can literally physically affect your health with your mind. Yeah. You know, it's very important to have like a good mindset of whether you don't know, and yeah, it does cause anxiety because you don't know. Hope for good. And I, I think that we're coming to a time, too, that's going to be very different in a lot of ways, like the way we interact with AI and the way it's like – like have you heard of like uh, Elon Musk's thing that he's working on, like the brain – The like, Neuralink thing? Neuralink, yeah. yeah. Like and how that – it's like it's first uh, – the way they're going to use it first is to correct der- uh, different like brain damage disorders and – People who have like Parkinson's and epilepsy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's the idea, right? That's the theory. They're going to have to charge up or is it plugged in? It's plugged in. Yeah, it's installed. Is it ran off it's, of some fucking radioactive fluid that you never have to buy again? And It's like, installed into your skull. Like oh. they dig, they coral. So you have to go skull. up to the wall and plug in real quick? I don't know. No, I don't think it's that. Ta- like, but also while you plug in, it might hurt a little bit. So now you have to take this morphine every time. So you have to have a prescription that you, either your insurance or you pay for. You have to keep taking morphine every time you charge up, you know. From what I heard from it, it's very intricate and very advanced. I'm sure it is. I just think that I <coughs> – excuse me. I hope that when it's designed that it's actually designed for like 
purpose and not just being like, oh, but we still have to get them somewhere. Like everything's kind of designed for. Like a car, you have to buy these parts. They're expensive over time. You can't even buy them anymore. You have to go to certain websites. Um, you have to put certain... I'm sure you would have to service it at some point. Like it wouldn't like nothing lasts forever really mechanically. Right, but I mean is it gonna be like every year like the iPhone where a new one comes out and then the old one's obsolete? Uh, or you have to upgrade, you know, pay pay some crazy amount of money, like, you know, and then also while you're getting you're getting charged up or you have to get the implant, they give you a bunch of fucking opiates or some shit that you have to pay for and take and you might get hooked to them at the same time of being on this fucking weird thing connected to your brain. Who knows, bro? It's just weird because how far are we going to go with things when we don't even have things on lock at home right now as is? I don't think we ever will. We're just striving for like radical, different, uh, futuristic ideas and implementing them. And I think that some of them are brilliant, but I think some of them we're forgetting like it doesn't work like you just go point A to point Z like that, you know, or maybe we're at point D. You don't go point D to point X like overnight. I just feel like life. The plug in. It's like, you flowing, know. bro. It's a flowing river, and I'm just like a very small, minuscule, like nothing important. In You're this one of those hydrates. Experience, like, dude, this yeah. whole thing, like everything that's changing right now, like this thing we're talking about, Neuralink, and like the Black Mirror, like future uh, ideas, like, yeah, I won't be around, bro. Maybe yeah. my kids, maybe their kids. I'm just saying, but like when they come to it, it's probably gonna be normal. Just like the our life that we experience right now is normal, but it's not normal to someone who's like 100 years old and they grew up in the 30s. You know what I mean? Like life is different. It's constantly changing. And me and you, we're not freaking out right now. But I bet if you brought someone, like literally had someone time travel from like the 1900s, like 1910, yeah, put them in this exact moment, they would freak the fuck out, not trust anything, and be like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, they'd be like, "Where's my musket?" Yeah, they'd you be know? like, "This is everything's trying to kill me." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't understand any of it. You guys don't even fence anymore. <laughs> you so, guys don't play the piano anymore. Not everyone. So I think that's why when we think about the future and we think like AI terrifies people, well, it's like, well, yeah, we don't know anything about it. Yeah. Right? But I'm sure once it comes, once this new future comes, this different future, yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it and is. And I think the people at those times are going to be just like me and you, like enjoying their life, but at the same time, like questioning things like, whoa, things are also, because things are going to continue to change and go somewhere else like it's a constant river bro it's gonna keep going it's flowing and i'm just a tiny shrimp that's in that fucking water yeah. like just going with the flow but i'm only gonna live for so long you know i'm I mean? just like, a little algae in there i'm just floating along yeah. <laughs> like we're so like humans in general bro are so insignificant right like like i know us in general like individual people like we don't make a drastic change to our environment i feel like when, it, when we people talk about climate like climate change and you know like pollution like a lot of that's done by like giant operation right like those are like yeah. corporations and industries dumping or the military like massive. i mean they fly Everything. a lot of things around yeah. and like you know just saying it's but a lot of fuel and big, a lot of yeah, carbon exactly. emissions that we're worried about so much but yet the government has a license to do that but whatever i get what you yeah, mean though it's on an like, industrial scale that really makes the most contributions right but me and you like our footprint is so insignificant we're, absolutely we're like a tiny little but we bucket. get the burden put on us that's where it seems kind of counterintuitive to even think like that, but yet we, I think it's we part accept of the psychological it. Psychological warfare. That's what I really think. I think yeah. it's just, they do that as another way to give people anxiety. Yeah. You know? But why do why do why do they want to give people anxiety? Because uh, we spend more money when we don't know what the fuck to do. Because there's a solution for it. Xanax. Zoloft. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, it's just like another way to sell you something. You create a problem and give a solution. So, dude, in this warfare of the mind and the body, 
biology, physiology, we're doing pretty good as humans. That's what I concur, uh, what I can kind of, uh, we're getting there. I can see what, what this conversation has brought to light. I think here. right now in this moment, we're in the, it's like, we're pretty new. Like everything, like the way we interact with technology, uh, EMFs, different radio waves and stuff like that, our species has only been exposed to it for so long. So we're in the fucking effects, dude. We're in the yeah. trenches. But like I said, a couple, a hundred years maybe, like the human's not going to be affected by its environment anymore because it's going to be adapted to it. It's going to be like, okay, this is, my body's grown in particular cells and it's grown a particular way to survive in this new environment because yeah. it wants to live. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the species is going to keep going. And I know, like, there's there's uh, theories of people, like, when they talk about aliens, like, what we see, like, science, science fiction, like, uh, character, caricatures of, like, aliens and what they look like, like, that's actually just a modern-day human. Because you think, like, if we're talking about, like, that Neuronet thing, or what was it called? Uh, Neuralink? Neuralink. Yeah. Like, I heard a part of it was to come to a point where you don't have to talk to communicate to people. Like, you're connected on a web. And therefore, like... You could also even communicate even if you spoke different languages. But because of that, the mouth became small, the brain became big. I don't know. I'm just saying like that. I get what you mean because and, it took us all this time to develop language and all this stuff for us to learn all this stuff. But now if we could bypass that and just communicate immediately, we wouldn't even have to express it. The brain can just really fathom and think about and ponder deeper than ever. You know what's right? amazing what about saying? that too? Like I feel like everyone, then wasting time and trying to describe what you what exactly, you see in your mind exactly I like, get what you mean. It's so hard for like if you have such an amazing idea, it's kind of hard to put into words yeah. and to really get because you don't even know if the person is comprehending what you're saying and thinking the same thing. Dude, it's straight thing. alchemy so, to take an idea and and create it into reality. Like yeah. it's straight so alchemy. Communication is it's always off. It's never perfect, but with that technology, with those theories that you can literally have somebody read what you're vi- like visioning in your mind. Yeah. So you could fully understand like I don't have to say shit. Like I'm not going to try to explain to you. I'm just going to show you what I have in me. You know, I think that's beautiful, dude. I think that would be a beautiful future to live in. I know it sounds crazy to be like I think a lot of people would say like, "Oh, it's the mark of the beast." You know, you're going to go get a surgery, get chipped. Cuz that's kind of what it is, bro. You're going to go get fucking, you're going to go get this small little dime thing in your brain. That's a chip, mark yeah. of the beast. But at the same time it's like why though? Why do you have to have that connotation with it? You know what I mean? Like why do you have to associate the new with like your version of the devil in hell? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't feel like that's necessary to do. Like yeah. just because it's different doesn't mean it's evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a lot of people choose to per- to put certain images and associate certain emotions with particular things. Yeah. Like there's people who literally thought like people like Obama was like Satan. Yeah. That's the return of the Antichrist. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. But you could say that about anybody who's like you don't agree with and think it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you don't have to go there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's okay. I, I'm not gonna say it's okay to dislike someone. Like don't spend your energy hating somebody. But like, if you don't like somebody, leave it there. You know what I mean. Like why do you have to go deep into these emotions and poison yourself, bro? Like because to hate people, it's not affecting the person you hate, bro. Like it's affecting you to harness that energy in you, anger. You're right. And like just spitefulness, like that poisons the person holding it. Yeah. Not the person you're thinking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. People just they get way too deep into their feelings sometimes, and they don't. They put this negative energy in places that just doesn't need to be there. And know? is that because of 
mental health concerns? I think it's because psychological warfare is going on, dude. Like, I really think, like, I don't know if it's a country or a particular group of people that are, like, literally pushing ideas on our web, on our Facebook, creating propaganda to get people scared. Because if you think, like, people are so scared of the vaccine right now, bro, like, it's not new. The practice isn't new. What's new about it is the mandate, the mandation, the mandate, the mandate's not even new. Because, like, we have all these different other vaccines you have to take to even go to school. Yeah. So, like, you could argue, like, this is the same thing that was happening back in the 50s when they brought the polio vaccine out. Like, I don't know if it was that, that strict that you had to get it or you can't do shit. I didn't live in those times. Yeah. And from my understanding, like, it's the past, bro. Like, what you read in history and what you know about it is kind of like, it could be warped. You know what I mean? Oh, like, well, it sure is because you weren't there. You every weren't there, every yeah. person's experience was its own living in that time, yeah, just so like now. If, you didn't, if you're not speaking to someone that literally lived at that time and could give you, like, straight, like, give you a picture in your head of what it's really like, give you a really in deep detail what happened... Like, you really don't know. And even then, like, their perception might be warped. Like, what if they don't want to tell you the truth? Maybe they want to be like, they want to change the story a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, so what I'm saying is it could have been, like, the way people are feeling right now. Like, I'm down to leave my fucking job. Fuck you for saying I have to get this to work. Maybe people went through that back then, too. Yeah. But people just did it. And we're still here. And we're still going. Yeah. still going. This river's still fucking flowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have to get over our feelings sometimes. It's not about how we feel. You know, right? It's about what the what the reality of the scenario of the scenario is. Yeah, it's just it's just because it's different doesn't mean it's like out to get you. you know yeah. What I mean? Es que lo es. It is what it is, bro. It is what it is. And sicknesses too, bro. Like the Spanish flu, and then going through like just outbreaks of different plagues that have hit like humans. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, this virus is. It's. I guess you could say it's different because it's man made. Like it's yeah, it is from a lab, right? So it's been fucked with by man. So, and honestly, bro, like when I got sick with COVID, I totally felt that, right? Yeah, like it was so weird experiencing it. It's like even before I went to get tested to know for sure that I had it, I kind of already knew I had it because I felt so sick, bro, so sick. But my nose wasn't runny, my body wasn't producing mucus. You know what I mean? Like, it was fucking with your shit. My face was dry, and when you're sick. Like, these things are happening. There's reactions happening in your body to help you out. Like, you're producing mucus and you're trying to expel this the virus and the different cells that's created within you. You know, you're coughing it up through your mucus that you produce in your throat. Like, there's different things happening in your favor. But while I was being fucked up by this virus, like, my body was just mute. It was like, it's like it didn't even know it was there. Or, like, it literally had my immune system in a chokehold. Like, shut up. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking do what I need to do. We're gonna do what we gotta do here, dude. I was so convinced that I had encephalitis, bro. Like my brain was on fire, and honestly, I'm not even the same. Not the same fucking person since I've been sick. Like I felt wow. like my head hurt so bad for so long that it kind of gave me like a concussion. Wow. Because that's the only way I can explain it. Because I've had multiple concussions in my lifetime, bro. Me too. You're never the same. When you recover, dude. Sometimes I feel like that. That's what happened to me because I got it at some point, but I think I didn't have like all the symptoms. But I still feel like every, I don't know if it's just because I, I I stress out and stuff, if if it's just like not getting enough sleep, but I still get headaches sometimes and sometimes they're roaring and I can't think as clear and I feel like I was thinking really clear right before the pandemic, and then like seven months, ten months in, like in October last year, something happened or November or something because then I tested positive in December, you know, and and sometimes bro, you know, during this last year when you feel like you might be sick. 
if you don't know for sure, you just keep rolling with it because you're like, I don't know, I don't feel like really bad to where I just need to stay home. Or you might feel like you still need to go to work anyways, even though you might not feel great, but you don't feel sick. You know what I mean? So you're expected to show up. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. It is. But um, I get what you're saying, man. I think it's a it's a battle that we're all going through and it's inevitable for us to get through this, you know, vaccine or not even like, you know, even if it was, there was no vaccine yet, we're still just trying to get through this. And so no matter what, if we have options, that's cool. I don't like that people make you do it, but at the same time, like you said, that's the way it is, you know, it is is what it is. is. We got to handle it. It has been that way. Yeah. And so for me to kind of vacillate, I feel a little irresponsible, you know, but at the same time, I also feel like we're getting through this. I'm doing my thing just like everyone else is doing their thing. Um, I like that you brought up that we need to not harness negative energy towards everyone else and be at everyone else's throats because it puts more harm on you as a person. You know, right. you got to stand up for yourself, but leave it at that. You know, you got to fill your niche, but don't try to like tell other people that their niches are whack and like they yeah. shouldn't be doing this don't shit because they are deep. filling that niche apparently that needs to be filled. You know, everybody is somebody something, bro. Yeah. Nobody's nothing. Shout out to Chance the Rapper because those are the most beautiful fucking words I've ever heard. Makes so much sense to me, bro. Because I feel like that's how I feel about people that have come across in my life. Now, back then, I've had I held so much malice against. You know what I mean? Like I was negative towards them the way yeah. I thought about them. Not necessarily mean to them, but you were like, hating on haters, which made you a hater. Right? I was hating, bro. Yeah. Like whether they hated on me or not, the fact that I would think particular way ways about people, like, like at the end of the day, dude. What I think about that person doesn't, it has nothing to do with their value, or yeah. who they are, yeah. and the person and the, the position they fill in life in general. Yeah. Like, I, you might think so badly about someone, but at the end of the day, that's someone's life, bro. That's yes. somebody's everything. Yes. You know? So it's, that's, just, that's the way I try to think about people now. Even like at work, when people kind of not upset me, but like I get bothered by certain things. Get on your nerves. I mean, it's yeah, normal. I kind of just like, you're still my brother. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, I don't, you, I, you grew up with a brother, right? Like, yeah. you love that fucking fucker to death, but there's times he probably pissed you off, dude. Like, yeah. you don't hate them, but, like, that doesn't mean that they can't affect you maybe in a negative way, but no matter what, it's all love. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I feel about my everyday man nowadays. Like, brothers, like, I might not agree with you, but I don't hate you. Well, even if you hate, like, it's kind of interesting because there's also that terminology that goes, like, um, Hate is not the opposite of love. It's indifference actually is the opposite of love. Meaning like you just assume like, oh, we're different. We're completely different creatures, you know, going to another level, like where you don't even acknowledge the similarity in each other or like have any humane trait kind of, you know, that's the opposite of love. Hating on someone means you care a little bit because it's, it's in your mind. You're thinking about it. You're obsessed with it. You know, I always felt like that in high school even and the last fucking 10, 15 years since. Like, it's crazy. People still, like, if you're hating or you're getting mad, it's it's interesting because you want to think about it apparently. Like, it's it's interesting to you. So there's a little love there to make it go. If, if you didn't think about it at all and you were just like, you're not even of my kind, you know? Well, it's just like the way people... It'd be like, what? People love to search things and keep their mind on things that really pissed them off. Like yeah. I remember I used to work with this it's guy. It's motivation right? too though. It can be because maybe you have nothing else to look forward to so you just get motivated out of anger. Or maybe we've, thing. we've been conditioned to just really enjoy negative stimulus. Yeah, we love the novella of our life. Right, we yeah. love things that affect us neg- in a negative way. Oh, no she didn't. 
Like, you know? And oh, I fuck it. no. He did not just I say that. personally do you know? not, bro. Like, it's so hard for me to even watch shows that are dramatic. Like, yeah. I don't like viewing things that are, like, stressful as fuck, bro. Yeah. Like, we have enough stress in our everyday life just living, right? Like, I don't... Be, and maybe I'm just a very emotional person. Yeah. Very emotional guy. So... Maybe I just get way too in my feelings when I... Because, like, bro, like, a sad movie or a good scene fucking make me cry, bro. Yeah. I feel that shit. And I love that part about me. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love that I can feel really strongly. So when I consume things that are, like, like scary movies that are just, like, gory, just fucked up, like, yeah. bad shit happening, I don't like it. Like, I really... I'm not scared of things like that. Like, I'm not even... I don't get scared of scary movies. Only because, like... The way I view movies is very different than I feel like a normal person. Like when I'm watching a movie, I'm thinking about the set. I'm thinking about the makeup. Me too. I'm thinking about the acting. The I'm film. Thinking, the cinematography, yes. bro. Like I'm thinking about all these things, analyzing the scene. Me too. So it's like kind of hard to like take it seriously that way. Like I don't dive so deep that way. But like to view things though, like really fucked up scenes, it's still like, ah, oh, I wish I didn't see that. Like I don't want to think about that shit. Yeah. And why, and it almost makes you kind of desensitized to it because if you could just sit there and not bat an eyelash, it's kind of like, dang, like yeah. what's up? What's going and on? Maybe there? you like it, and maybe that's why. Yeah, like, true. Maybe yeah. Like, Allison loves fucking scary movies, and we'll sit there and she'll just be chilling, like eating popcorn, bro. And I'll have the worst anxiety. I'll be like, ah, ah, ah. I'll be making noises. I'll be like, ah. I'll look down at the ground and shake my head back and forth. I'm like, no, no, no. And I'll look up. I'll be like, no, no. You know, I get all like into that. it, and then I have to look away. I'm like, nah, dude, like you're getting too invested. But at the same time, I don't know how you can just fucking sit there and watch this. But it's hilarious. It's a cool dynamic that we have. But I don't really vibe with it that well. Not because I'm afraid. Because like, kind of like what you're saying, like, why do I need to ingest this terrifying scene? Or like, what's going on with some mass murderer? Like, why do I have to become obsessed over it? Like, you know, like the ID channel, my mom used to watch like, he killed his wife yeah. and he got away with it. Like, why do you want to watch that shit? Like, my dad's not going to murder you. Like, what's up? You know, why do you get so invested in those things? I don't know. I just never was my thing. But I get that it's a thing. Just like reality TV shows. Maybe one time I was kind of into it. Then I was like, dude, this is fucking weird. Once I started observing the cinematography of it, it's like, this isn't even cinematography. This is just some fucking shit spliced together with some whack ass, like, often sexual connotations and, uh, cultural references like that's all it is you know and i don't know how to see beyond that sometimes but i also know how to just see what people like and accept that hey this is what people like and sometimes there's songs i'd never i'd be like oh, i fucking don't like drake but sometimes song come on and be like oh it's the fucking jam yeah, like you yeah, know yeah. even though i'm like nah, i don't really like this normally it's nice to hear but when people obsess over certain things that are not very artistic it's kind of like dang our um our taste is kind of different you know but it's just different it's not worse or better. Everyone has their own taste, right? Just me getting in my head thinking about how things are like ugly sometimes that people love, but it's because they see something else in it, you know? Just yeah. like you could say with me, like with things I do. I think it just really depends on the individual at the end of the day. Because me in general, bro, I'm not a very possessive person. Yeah. So like the way I view things like music bands or football teams or like, mm -hmm. like I'm not like yeah fuck this is my life yeah, you know fuck I'm your team my team's gonna fuck right. away like, like, yeah. like and no offense to anyone that's like that like it's no, hey, there's it's no cool. beef at all i don't think it's wrong necessarily it's just like that i don't have it in me dude like I yeah don't it's have not it. yeah i mean i've tried to don't get me wrong like i try to fit in we like our competition shit. in different ways exactly I think that's yeah what like, we I like just, different stimulus for those categories right yeah, yeah so yeah but it's just interesting like you know there's nothing wrong with it it's just different 
Mm-hmm. It's not better or worse. It's different. And that's what people need to realize, dude. That's at the end of the day, it's different. Don't hate on it. Whatever. You don't understand it. That's why I like, like, bro, like, I don't understand, like, when it comes to, like, the way they're trying to normalize, like, um, like being gay or trans or anything in like media and even kids stuff nowadays like a lot of people have a huge problem with it like they're just completely disgusted against yeah these people exist they live among us and they're human beings bro like they're people they have emotions they have fucking there's somebody something they like different things there's somebody's everything you know what i mean like so why live in a world where your perspective is is that person shouldn't be here that yeah, person should fucking like not exist like that's weird they are here bro that's indifference kind of yeah. almost but you're still hating because you're yeah. still like talking about it and obsessing over it so you must have some kind of stimulus that you enjoy there so, you know i think it's pretty cool being that, mean apparently about those things like people do there is some type of like normalization happening because our kids are gonna my kids in general like i don't know if they're gonna be gay or not or what you know what i mean yeah. like I'm saying I'd love for them to grow up in an environment where, like, it's okay to be different. Like, it's okay to, like, not fit in these boxes. Because I feel like when I was growing up, there was only so many things you could be. I tried to fit into so many boxes, bro. Right. Like, I but just the, always kept abandoning the box and right. trying to go in the next one. And but then I, I feel finally like, realized, nope, I like, no box. I like the idea that the box is no longer a box. It's open. Yeah. Like, the it's things are fluid now yeah the cage is always open we just got to leave it i don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that i think it's different i think some people think it's worse i don't think it's worse i don't think it's affecting me i don't think anybody doing what they want to do with their life and their sex life and i don't think it affects me at all if that person's happy i'm fucking happy for them hell yeah so i don't i'm not against anything like that yeah i agree so yeah i don't know why people get super upset about it i don't exactly i don't remember exactly why i even brought that up but I'm, I'm glad I brought that I'm up. glad that you show love, dude, because that's what I feel like what I'm, I'm all about, too. Like, I respect the fuck out of anyone that wants to do their own thing and tread their own path. I think that's so cool. That's what we all should be really doing. But us not forget, too, that we're all in this, you know, but tread your own path. Have your own style. You know, I'm big on that. I love that people have that sense of different, you know, being different, being unique. Yeah. Being whatever they feel called to be. You know, you know, what's pretty crazy, too, is like I feel like a lot of people believe that media nowadays is attacking men and making it like they're emasculating men. Right. Like we're creating more feminine kids or, you know, what I mean, it's, it's becoming normal to not be masculine. You know, what I mean, and being masculine is that there's toxic masculinity. A lot of things are like what I grew up thinking was OK. My image yeah. of what a man was supposed to be like cartoons and stuff is like yeah. kind of toxic nowadays. But I think the reason that they're doing that is because they know that the next generation of kids are not going to be the same human beings that were alive 100 years ago. They don't have to be. They live in very comfortable conditions where they are going to be weaker. They're going to be smaller. They're going to be because they don't their body doesn't need to be huge, strong because and going to war every day. Right. Yeah. Working in a fucking coal mine or working in crazy labor jobs like building a fucking railroad, like all the early people that had to work to survive people that went through depressions you know what i mean like where there was no choice but to do something fucked up and work especially if you lived around these different industries and that's all that was there you know yeah so but i think the reason why they're showing this new version of what a man is to kids is because it's kind of like so they don't grow up and like thinking a a false sense of right like seeing he man when literally everybody is scrawny and skinny because they don't need unless you're a bodybuilder right unless you're like literally manipulating yourself to be a certain thing yeah but the common day human being common day man i feel like it's changing drastically because of our environment yeah we're not 
we don't have to be extremely masculine anymore like to yeah, survive and it's, and it's important to be compassionate and empath empathetic instead yeah. of warlike and uh uh just basically warlike i don't know just barbaric you know we don't need to be like that yeah. i feel you so if someone were so to giving us me, this false sense while we were growing up like johnny bravo and shit this false sense of fucking dumbass getting chicks or something going oh yeah i'm buff huh, you know it, it it was a false sense of who we think we would become when we get older or whoever, <laughs> yeah. whatever it was like you know yeah. seeing like fucking arnold schwarzenegger become the governor like a lot of guys be like yeah i gotta be yoked like that motherfucker otherwise yeah, I'm yeah. The, i ain't shit we don't need to think like that in life i agree we don't need to think like we're not the same as what should be quote unquote attainable you know for everyone right everyone should just be buff hella testosterone no man you're supposed yeah. to become who you are but I don't think there's anything wrong with those figures being there. I just don't think it should be the only figure. Like, yeah, I like I the agree. idea that there's many versions of men now because men yes. is changing very fast. Right. So, like, yeah, if somebody were to ask me, like, what I – if I was, like – because I have had people ask me that I have so many people I'm around, especially because my field of work, that are, like, extremely right, right? Yeah. Like, right wing. Like, yeah. And it's so weird. It's almost like a religion to be on one side or the other. Yeah. Like, you have to follow these certain beliefs, and they're, like, totally against all these things. And they'll talk about shows, like, kids' shows that are bringing, like, gay – relationships in or feminine men in or feminine boys and you know they talk about it like yeah it's fucked up and yeah this and that and i'm like i don't think it's fucked up and i'm not against it to be honest i don't care that much about it i just like i'm not all for it bro like i'm not gonna go yeah, running not, down the streets yeah. i'm not promoting it but it's like i gotta sit around and bitch and moan about it all day yeah, i'm not disagreeing with it either yeah like i think it's like well even if you do you're not gonna bitch and moan about it all fucking day like right, you know yeah. but i I wish people didn't spend so much time consuming things they hate. Yeah, let's stop bitching and moaning. Let's start absorbing good information and become more symbiotic because we're bros and sisters out here, man. Yeah, dude, it's all love. Like, we're talking about brothers. Like, dude, you love the fuck out of your brother, but they're going to piss you off here and there. You know, you're not always going to agree. You're different people. Yeah, he yeah. might knock you the fuck out. You, know? <laughs> you just got to love him again, man. Yeah. Or uh, not. If you, mean, become yeah. if you become indifferent, Circum then that's okay Circumstances too, matter, yeah. I'm not saying, like, if you, you have a brother that's I fucking love my you. brother, though. Yeah. yeah, if you have a, someone who abuses you in your life i mean yeah don't stick around that just because they're blood related to you but you know like if you can show show more love than hate you know i feel like if we get the collective consciousness back where it needs to be you know what i mean we get everyone on the same page but we'll have a better outcome i agree we'll have less stress and anxious people hell yeah if we all just kind of agree to just go with the flow dude literally go with the river because regardless it's it's flowing you know yeah let it flow, bro. As the local skeptic put it, we gotta go with the flow, man. You gotta learn how to tread water with your fucking legs and arms, brody. So I hope that you do that. I'm gonna try to do that. I always try to do that. But I hope that you do that. So I hope that you're inspired to go express your thoughts freely in the world. And try your best not to just go out and do that to hurt. Do it to love one another, not to hate on each other. Thank you, The Local Skeptic, for dropping back in. Thank you, listener, for tuning back in. And I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast. <laughs> <laughs>